and welcome to another monstrous episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just recently watched Monster Hunter. Yay! Um, yay! yay. Uh, this film, I feel like, was plagued by the plague, right? Like, it just, it was supposed to be this big box office hit, and it was supposed to be smashed up in theatres, and then... It didn't. <laughs> it never really saw the life it was supposed to have, I guess. Although, to be fair, it is a Paul W.S. Anderson slash Miller Jovovich film, which means yeah. even if it had made it to theatres, probably wouldn't have done well, you know? <laughs> right. So, yeah, it, it is. Um, yeah, it's it's a film. Um, two two was... important points before we start, though. Just very two two important things. Number one. We did not set out to review this film. Uh, yes, that's important. <laughs> it was, it appeared, Mind you, that's very important. It appeared as an inexpensive rental on, on my video service. And I've seen so many adverts for it that I finally was, I just broke, it broke me down. It broke me down and I finally rented it. And yeah, then I was like, advertising. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, hey, Hey Benji, you should uh, you should watch it on my thing, and then you know if you want, we can talk about it. If you don't, we won't. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> I think you had like nine hours left, and I was yeah. like, "Well, I've got the time." Might as well. Hey, it's a free movie, eh? Yeah. Uh, and second point, no spoilers up top. Right. I was going to say that. So yes, yeah, no spoilers up top. Um, yeah, this. Uh, look, I I guess we could just start right off. Uh, with the with the director and writer, um, because look, I I will be full disclosure. I'm the reason they keep making Resident Evil films. I am aware that they are not good. <laughs> I'm aware that that Mr. Anderson has a very very particular set of skills. Um, <laughs> almost <laughs> almost all of which are directing his wife. That is. I will say this: This man, his early stuff. Well, I think I feel like projects that you and I have watched of his that we've enjoyed, like Mortal Kombat from 1995, right. Event Horizon, right, from yeah. a similar time frame, yeah, which almost feels like it shouldn't be in his filmography. Honestly, right, it's so but out of place for him. The reason is that he didn't write those ones. Yeah, right. He just directed them. Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, oh, when did he start writing things? I, I want to say it was around the Resident Evil time. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, right Resident, there, yeah. Resident Evil was the first one he wrote and directed as a film, uh, and then he followed, okay. followed that smash it up with Alien versus Predator. Um, <laughs> oh, what a blemish! <laughs> My God. But then he went. He went on to write all all the Resident Evil films. He directed all the Resident Evil films. Now it's like exclusively all he does. He, he's like, if I'm if I'm directing it, I'm writing it. And yeah. after seeing the writing in this, I, I do have a new respect for Resident Evil. Um, not that I think the writing was good there, but you know, he really tried. There was a plot and everything. Um, the same well, kind can, of, but yeah, <laughs> the same cannot be said for this. This is such a weird adaption, though, because, like, you're taking a game that already doesn't really have a strong narrative, right? It's, it's a very yeah. open world, like, uh, hunt monsters. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's not a whole lot there. So to even want to adapt this, 
uh, into you know a film with a narrative and a story and and you know a plot. Um, that's already a bold choice. Um, and then for you to not really have those skills to do that just seems I don't know. I, this is and we've talked about this a bit, but this is just I'm in such a weird place with this film. Um, so uh, yeah, when it comes to writing and directing, I, I mean, look, video game video game adaptions typically are bad. They just are. There, there's this strange thing where you know anybody that adapts a video game just refuses to use the actual story from the video game and tries to reframe it in some weird just bizarre way that just never really fits right um this one is no exception but there are parts of this film where i was like why isn't this just the film yeah <laughs> why isn't this just the move forget all that and, give me more of this what i think is unusual is that uh, the resident evil films they, they must have made money or else they wouldn't have kept making them right sure. and i feel like that money that money they made is why paul was given this because resident evil is a i, I believe it's a capcom property Could yeah. be wrong on that but i feel like i'm right I, I think it is yeah and so is monster hunter and so i feel like the people that was like hey we want to make a movie of, of our game who do yeah. we go to and someone was like well hey if we're looking to turn it into you know six mediocre films i've got your man all uh, starring neil jovovich yeah and look to her credit she does action very well i don't yeah. fault her for and i don't even I don't, look I, again i'm the reason they keep making these terrible terrible films so i don't have anything against mila jovovich what yeah. she does she does well so yeah um yeah but, no but, and, and from what i can tell capcom uh it, it has a long-standing history of just making really poor choices uh when they not just in the director or the writer that they pick but also like uh, just from the things that I've done, because I've reviewed some of their other films before too, and they just have ridiculous demands. Like their demands for how people can deal with their property and what they can do and the timetable and how they do it and things that have to be in there. I, it, why they're allowed to make those, I know it's their property, but like they need to just hand that off and let other people deal with it because they've got some stupid things um yeah, that, just, that they ask for if you're going to be a tyrant about your property go all the way mate you can't you can't do this you know half and half sort of thing that's how you that's how you end up with things like street fire you know what i mean yeah, oh, like, yeah right that, that's a great example <laughs> you know if you're gonna if you're gonna demand like you know in this film you know it's like well we we want it we want the hunters we want we basically want part of the opening sequence to the game uh you know we we want uh we want the cat familiar characters, the blanket, the palicos. We want the palicos yeah. in here, you know, yeah. all this. Just just go all the way. It was like, just make our game. Just basically <laughs> just take shot for shot this game and put some actors <laughs> in there. Just do that. None of this. Well, all right, we want this. But you know what? If you want to take part of the plot from Masters of the Universe and cram it in there, go ahead, mate. Do it. Like, don't do that. <laughs> it's the power of Grayskull. Let's go. <laughs> it's weird it is such a weird amalgamation of those things um and, and you're right it absolutely doesn't need to be look the, the premise of this thing is already batshit crazy right it's already kind of insane so just go for it who cares it, the problem is and, and you know you're talking about and i'm not spoiling anything here but you know sure you put the palicos in here but it's so jarring and out of place because 
you didn't really create the world. You didn't commit to creating the world of Monster Hunter. So when a talking alien language cat is cooking food, I've got questions <laughs> and I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's never addressed. It's that you don't. Yeah, no. It's so, it's just a nod to the people that have yeah, played the game. That's you it. Know, you don't get to know the characters at all. Yeah. Is, so oh, oh so look as far as as Paul is concerned, I will say uh, bad writing, uh, decent enough directing. I think the film looks good. Right. The action I think is directed well enough. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's it's his usual style, so yeah. uh, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, he's he's very skilled in I think bringing kind of that computer animated, you know, digital effects against people uh, action. He, he does that very well. He's, he makes good use of his slow-mo. Um, he makes good use of kind of the suspense and, and you know, with dealing with monsters and things like that. Um, he, he does a good job when it comes to those types of things. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree there. I, and I feel like what you've got here is two, maybe two things coming together that just are both stubborn. So you've got Capcom. And then you've got Paul, who's like, I'll direct yeah. it, but I insist on writing the script as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then they're just and like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, and, and I just think that, you know, based on his track record, just let him direct things. He, he does that well enough. Just stop, yeah. stop letting him write things. Just stop yeah. it all together. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let somebody else more capable write the film. Oh, oh hell, like you said, if you're going to be a tyrant about it, Capcom, just write your own damn film. <laughs> What are you making everybody do your work for you? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's... <laughs> There's such a weird thing. They're so weird. I, look, just do yourself a favor and read all of the insane things that happened with Street Fighter, and you will have a very, very weird view and a different view of how Capcom wants their movies to be made um, because they are a tyrant when it comes to that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, writing, directing. I think you know Anderson does a couple of things that are that are pretty good, but writing-wise, it's definitely writing is not his strong suit. I think some. No, I'll say it. All of my biggest issues with this film uh, really land in the writing. I, yeah. I'd say all of it, almost but, exclusively. And again, it's, it's there's just not enough of the property. Uh, when when the film opens up, and we're not spoiling anything, but when the film opens, the very opening of the film felt very much like the opening of Monster Hunter World, that game. And I've played the game, so I know. And then we immediately get pulled out of that into this other thing that has nothing to do with the world of Monster Hunter. And we basically almost never go back to it until like three quarters of the way through the film. Right. It's not good. Look, yeah. in, high, in high school... I wrote maybe like 15 to 20 pages of the opening for my own spec script for Onimusha. That is infinitely better than this. All right. And I was in high school at the time. So Capcom, yeah. you know, I'm willing to play your games. Give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> you got a writer right there. You got him. I don't, uh, I don't want Onimusha made with Mila Jovovich playing Samonosuke. I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> uh, well, as in, look, I didn't play the game. And so for me, I was even more confused because I <laughs> just... I didn't even think about that. I was, I was so confused. I, I literally, I, I want to say the first maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes of the film, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I will say that I actually was confused when it switched over to Mila Jovovich. I was confused. And again, I don't want to say anything 
uh, about the plot, but I'll just leave it at this. I was confused when it switched <laughs> yes. over. Yes, it's so, so weird. Yeah. So weird. Um, yeah, so I guess we could talk about casting. Um, yeah, so Mila Jovovich. Look, she does. She does fine. We've already said yeah. she, she does what she does in every film, and she does a good job at it. You know? I'm not going to knock her. I, I, look, she she is exactly what you think she is, and that is fine um, because she does that well. And I, I didn't have a problem with her. Um, you know, she's paired with Tony Joe a lot in this, and you know, I, I like Tony Joe. I, I miss old Tony Joe. Um, I don't know what this is, but you know, they're, they're fine. They have good chemistry. They they work well on screen. Benjamin, what this is 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 Hollywood taking big money and throwing it at Tony Joe and they're putting him in American films and they're like, hey, no, 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 none of that kneeing and elbowing stuff. You got none of that Muay Thai thing that made yeah. you famous, mate. Yeah. None of none of that. So you take the take it down. <laughs> take it down a notch. <laughs> you keep that one bot crap out of here. <laughs> yeah. Look, we gave you a moment in the Fast and the Furious films, mate. You gotta calm down. Here's a bow and arrow. <laughs> you got beat by Paul Walker, mate. Uh, yeah, he does. I, I don't. It, it's hard to say because uh, the, there's a language barrier between the two characters. So the, the film's very dialogue light. And if I've learned anything, uh, maybe maybe after uh, Paul directed Soldier, and he was like, you know, I like directing people that don't talk. It's so easy. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's where the motivation for this script came from. <laughs> well, the writers, or maybe Paul was like. Mm. I really don't want to write too many pages for this script. Um, I've got it. No dialogue, all description. Just just imagine a script that was like, they stare at each other. They fight <laughs> monsters. They prepare to fight monsters. And then they fight more monsters. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> a 90-minute movie with a 45-page script. <laughs> yeah. And look, there's not even really... The rest of the cast... Ain't even worth mentioning because they're barely in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ron, Ron Perlman, blink and you miss him. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. And and look, I, I'm not, I don't want to harp on those two too much because they do have fine. The fact that they have the language barrier isn't really even that big of an issue no, because I do think that they do fine, but they're just in a badly written film to where whatever chemistry they could have. It's just not brought to life in the way that you would really, yeah. I guess, want it to or hope it to, because the writing is just terrible. Everything else around it, the story and how all the things unfold, none of it's interesting and none of it's good. Yeah. And we've seen that story presented better in other films. Yeah. Um, the, you yeah. know, the two at odds that can't speak the same language. Well, you know, Enemy Mine is a perfect example of that. Like those sure. two characters, same plot, but I was more invested in those two characters in that film. Yeah than i was in these yeah i was getting mad did you get this i was getting stargate vibes too yeah. <laughs> a little bit of that yeah and i was like oh this this movie was much better in the desert <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right a much better use of the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. right absolutely um yeah, so I guess where the film does excel, uh, yeah. for me anyway, is the visual effects. Um, I think the monsters look absolutely fantastic. Um, I think they do a great job in in creating that world. And again, I haven't played the game, but it feels very much like this is what the game would feel like. 
in 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 some respects. So visually, uh, you know, good on you, Paul. <laughs> That's where all the money went, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, visually, the film looks phenomenal. Um, a lot of the armor and and weaponry that is used by the the people of the the hunter world uh, is is spot on. It is like ripped right from the game. It looks, yeah. it looks brilliant. Um, yeah, the digital effects on the monsters look good. Uh, it, you know, it looks like these people are actually fighting these things. So yeah. uh, I feel like the action and the special effects in this film are top notch. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Zack Snyder should call up Paul and have a chit chat about how to make visual effects in a film work. Um, <laughs> I just imagine that call was like, so you're saying you turn the lights on. You, you don't wash it all out. You, you actually you actually film the sun. That's, that's in your movie. <laughs> Zach's like, wait a minute. So you used a professional visual effects company? <laughs> I just hard you because people to do that. <laughs> I was just using MS Paint. <laughs> <laughs> well mac is it's incredible the things it can do it's, it's amazing <laughs> oh yeah so uh, full I'm, disclosure i'm gonna be this harsh when we go to do the justice league review <laughs> i want everybody to know that i'm gonna hold true to this <laughs> yeah I, i'm in a weird place on this one I'll, uh look we should rate it because yeah, right there, there's not a whole lot to talk about so yeah no yeah uh so um gross uh i know my rating uh i'm giving it I, i'm giving it i'm just for me it was middle of the road you know yeah. uh, uh, maybe s slightly under but i do feel like the action and stuff like that was it was decent enough to keep me entertained but it was not quality entertainment if that makes sense yeah you know yeah uh, it does it does so yeah i think i'm gonna go just slightly under average so i'm gonna give it a 2.25 out of five uh ex exploding on-person spider sacks <laughs> so, so gross um yeah i i think uh, yeah i'm gonna go pr pretty pretty clear I, I i agree with you i feel like it was pretty middle of the road i don't know that i want to necessarily go lower not really sure i want to go higher uh, i just it's it's very difficult to place where because there's so many and we'll talk about it in spoilers but there's i wanted thing, more i i honestly I, I was originally when i first watched it i was like i'm gonna give this a 2.5 yeah, as, that's what I'm leaning towards, by the way. Uh, but as we talked about it, I mean, there's just so much, all the good things about the film, aside from, you know, the things that Paul just automatically does well, the action, yeah. and the special effects, which, you know, that, that fine, that's a given. But everything else about this film, the best, best of those parts, or even the worst of those parts, was elements that was borrowed from other films. Right, yeah, and no, you're right. Just you're right, yeah. Um, yeah, so... I, you know what, in, in doing that, I'm going to go just a tad lower then. I'm going to go a tad lower, and I'm going to go uh, two out of five. What is this cat doing here? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a lot of questions. I, and look, I was well aware that it was probably ripped from the video game that I didn't play, but that does not quell my queries. No, absolutely not. You can't just be like, it's a palico. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. It's a cooking cat. <laughs> this is so weird. 
Ah, is oh it, my is God. it time? Oh, I'm inside. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, uh, spoilers for Monster Hunter. We're going to get into all the questions I've got uh, from top to bottom. So, if you don't want this film spoiled, you know, go ahead and turn it off, bugger off, come back when you've watched it. Uh, or if you don't care about having it spoiled, stick around because we're going to do that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, truth be told, not much to spoil here. There's really not. Uh, it's, it's... <laughs> I mean, even just re if you just read the actual description for the film on IMDb, it, it spoils more than us talking about it probably would. Uh, yeah. This is this is what they've got written on here. When Lieutenant Artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported to a new world, they engage in a desperate battle for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, army people get transported to a new world and they got to fight monsters. That's yeah. how. Here's I mean, my problem. It's, it's a bit this, misleading this... <laughs> considering most of those people die within minutes. <laughs> so here's my problem with this film. And I'm, I'm going to bounce around because I, there's just so much yeah, wrong no, with this script. Do it. Uh, and, and to be fair, the story bounces around anyway. So I'm going to bounce around a bit. So I, I have a lot of issues with the way that this film is framed. So we start with this to be our entry point, right? Mila Jovovich is our entry point into this new world, which is all well and fine. That, that's a very common theme to, I, whatever, it, whatever, I don't care. It's, it's a common theme to have somebody that we're familiar with get dropped into a new world and then become part of that new world. I'm Fine, whatever. If that's the trope that you want to go with, I'm okay with that. My issue is, is twofold. So one, you introduce her and her team and then kill her team almost immediately. But it takes you 20 minutes to get through all of that intro. Literally takes you almost the entire first act of the film simply to get Jovovich from point A to point B. And it's not even like a red herring. You just, we know all of these people are gonna die. It's very obvious that she's gonna be the only one that survives. So why are we dragging this out? All of that, that whole 20 minutes, five minutes tops. That's a five minute scene tops. It's super easy, very simple, just straight up. As soon as they get there, the monster kills them all. She ends up being the only survivor because Tony Joe manages to save her. That done. <laughs> done. Now you got more time to fight monsters. That's you know what I mean? So there's that. But then also, my other issue with that is if you fast forward to the end of the film, right as the third act is gearing up, we get introduced very briefly, to a whole team of monster hunters that look infinitely more interesting than anybody that we've met before. They've all got weapons that we've never seen used yet. And you're just kind of like, why wasn't the film about, why didn't he just immediately bring her back to this place? They do the whole, oh, we don't trust you, blah, 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 whatever. And then we watch them hunt monsters. That... I'm, that's anyways. Yeah, that, I, so that's my beef. I, I I both agree and disagree with you on that. Um, I agree that all everything you said would have made the film better. But where I disagree is uh, it's not even disagreeing with you. I just feel like the trope of introducing a, a character that we explore the world with, I don't think like it always needs to be a human from Earth. This Agreed. this is a world with humanoid people, right? 
and they speak a language and you could argue that sure maybe we're listening to them speak their own language but we're hearing it you know as we hear it yeah which is but, another common thing people do all the time in film yeah but the way the game starts out you're on that ship just like the way this movie starts out you're on a, on a ship heading towards monster hunter hq right you're new you're not an established hunter so what are you doing the whole first part of the game you're learning the world you're learning the creatures you're learning what it means to be a monster hunter and what the world is you learn about what a palico is you know yeah <laughs> now, so you do learn it's like the script <laughs> the script is already written for you yeah all we had to do was do that you milajovic is a brand new hunter she's never experienced actual hunting before she's on the ship going to the place we learn about the world that way yes i'm fine with that sure. i don't need her to be courtney cox from masters of the universe <laughs> you know what i mean like the whole way I, I, I just this thing about transporting either people from other worlds to our world or us for to other worlds i'm yeah. over it i'm just f-ing over it mate and that's yeah. no, i agree i i agree with you I, it's not a trope that needs to be done everything every single time you're and, right and if you're gonna do that though if you're gonna take her and bring her over like you said that all could have been handled faster but also you can't bring her over and then not introduce us to the world yes what yes. what's the point of that character then if we still <laughs> yes. learn nothing about we we don't learn anything about this world until yep. the last maybe 15 minutes of the film and then what what do we learn all we learn is there's a big tower that transports people from earth to this world that is all we learn <laughs> about this movie yeah and i'm yeah. no sure, you're absolutely right and i'm pretty sure all that was made up for the film yeah. So, yeah, it's so lazy and it's so just, just why? Why did you frame it this way? It's so bizarre. And then it leads to this other thing that, that bothered me to death is, so sure, you've got this training montage, right? Where she's learning all of these weapons. And it's like, mate, I've only seen him use the crossbow. That's it. We don't get to see the monster hunter weapons in action until 45 minutes into this film. That is stupid. I'm sorry, but it's stupid. It's so irritating because then at the end of the film, when you see all of these other monster hunters carrying all of these amazing weapons, I don't know what any of them do. And the film is over now. And it's like, why didn't you just look? If you, even if you're going to keep everything the same, when Tony Jaa shows up, he should take down a monster. Doesn't have to be Diablos, but you should watch him kick all kinds of ass on a monster using the hook, using the sword, using the bow, using all these special weapons, and the weapons that she's used to are null and void. They just don't matter, so that when we get the training montage, we already know that he's got a whole weaponary system that works better for taking down monsters. Yeah, no, but and, and to be fair, he should have been the one to take down the dragon because yeah. when I think was it Ron Perlman that was like, it, it's only weak spot is when it's about to breathe fire, and it's like, okay, well, last time I checked, the only one of you that uses a ranged weapon is Tony Jaw, <laughs> and yet, and yet they keep showing him shooting his explosive arrows at the side of its head, and I'm like, mate, yeah. just wait for it to open its mouth and then fire. It was, You're the monster hunter, man. It was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's honestly it really it's just bad writing it's just bad writing that's that's what it is 
and then and then the the, the audacity right? oh god the sheer size of the bollocks on this film that, Un unbelievable that was like hey look i made six resident evil films so a sequel's coming uh it's just people it's just a given that they're just gonna hand him the franchise yeah and look, and, uh, and he, he didn't write Mortal Kombat, but clearly he enjoyed the end of that because this is almost the exact same sequence. They, they beat the big bad, they're all talking, and then suddenly these, this, the sky starts rumbling and they're like, what's that? More monsters are coming. I was like, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> no 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 that is not what i want and it broke me up because honestly everything that i did see that was about the game looked spot on right it looked interesting and like you said when we got to the point with those hunters i was like hey i want to learn more about these people yeah but we don't yeah yeah the the, the fact that so little the film takes okay the fact that most of this film takes place in the world without telling us anything about the world is just bad writing. Because, I mean, you pointed it out. We don't learn anything. We don't learn anything. It's just Jovovich and Ja walking through the desert. Okay, they're monsters here. Why? Why are the monsters? What is he? Who are these people? What? Where are his friends? What? I, I am... The fact that I have all of these questions and then you introduce a talking, cooking cat after an hour of this film. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, it's all a... too much. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know what the name of this film? It should have been. The name of this film should have been Monster Hunter and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Artemis because... <laughs> In much, in much the same way that that was a harley quinn film and not a birds of prey this was a Mila jovovich film not a monster hunter film yeah no <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely a hundred percent a hundred percent it's uh and it, it really honestly it's disappointing because i like we've said the film does have moments and where it excels in you know some of these visual recreations and the monsters there are things that made you just go why wasn't the movie about this this is what we want the film to be about why are you giving me all of these things and and not even i don't care about them but you clearly don't because you don't even bother to give it to us in the right way and you know and i think i, I honestly do based on how the film ends either one or two things happened here either capcom was like yeah, mate, we're absolutely going to make three of these films or whatever, right? Maybe they yeah. locked into it. And so the intention was to introduce more stuff. Because, like, you know, there's the, the, the weird necklace thing that Tony Joe has that is very oh, sacred to yeah. it. Right. There's no payoff there. So right. maybe the intention was to pay those things off in a future film. But if that was not the case, then that's just Paul being arrogant and being like yeah. i'm gonna pay that off in a future film it's like well no you're not mate you, what you need to do is focus on telling one story yeah you gotta make this film first <laughs> yeah 
I, and I feel like that's what, if somebody wrote this with the intention that it was going to be a trilogy, but no trilogy is happening. You know what I mean? Like that's not the way to make a film. And especially right. if you're not paying things off in the first film itself. Right. Because even if you have that ability to make more than one, the one still has to stand on its own. Yeah. It's still got to be an origin story while also giving us little things to pay attention to for later. You can't just only give us things to pay off later and then not give us an actual origin story. And that's what this felt like. Yeah. It, it felt like it doesn't even have enough of that to where by the time you get to that ending, that that, that stupid Mortal Kombat ending, you're like, well, I'm not on board. I, this Part two is going to be Annihilation, and we all know how that turned out. So, <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. If this were the pilot to a TV show, Sure, that works. You okay, know? fine. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not. Absolutely. But it's yeah, not. Right. Uh, and, and, yeah, I, and I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, all right. Well, look, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kalen Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. <laughs>